2: Today's show to promote uh, Money Court and Rewives came up because Andy Cohen jumped into the Housewives pool, uh, as many of you know, saying surprising and shocking that I'm doing Rewives. She trashed the Housewives, which I actually have not and this whole story. And he's probably really regretting saying it because he has to be, you know, in the press for three weeks by his own design. I did not say one word about Andy in the press. I never do. I would never talk about something going on between us personally in the press, but he was asked a question on his show, which is rating, and I'm talking about it on my show, which is rating, because I used to just go on his shows to talk about things, so they'll rate, and that's why they want me to be on Watch What Happens Live next week, because it's good for ratings. So on my show, I'm talking about it too, but I go on today's show, and the biggest moment that gets picked up everywhere is them asking me about the Andy, you know, you keep repurposing. You're making chicken broth, chicken soup, chicken stew, chicken. Burgers, chicken, freaking meatballs, chicken, roast chicken, chicken liver. So this thing keeps living. So all Andy said was, like I was shocked because she trashed the housewives. And then it gets picked up in the press. And then I respond to it and it gets picked up in the press. And then my response to his response is getting picked up in the press. And then I go on today's show and then Hoda asks me about it, which I didn't mention. I would never mention it. And then it gets picked up on the press. And so he's been rolling. He doesn't really know exactly what it's like to be a housewife because now Andy's clumped in with two other housewives in about 500 articles about my podcast, which of course is soaring and thriving and killing it. So I should send them all edible arrangements because the press can't stop talking about it, which is why they've all gone noticeably silent. And I guess the lesson and the takeaway for people, including Andy, is not everything needs to be said. Because if you say it, you're going to be right through that rinse cycle with me for weeks, talking about my podcast and not yours. So, and thank you because Andy is one of the people who told me to do a podcast. So it's a circular reference and surprising that he would air that on his radio show when he could just text me because we have a textual relationship. So it's all tea worthy and I'm doing his show next week and I'm sure he and his producers will have an arsenal of weapons for me to walk in there vetting, you know, judy moody's questions coming in about it and i can't wait to go on and we can spill that to you the day after that because that should be that should prove to be very fruitful so and he got himself right into the housewife's seat unnecessarily so he'd never admit that but he's also very outspoken which i appreciate
1: live nation presents concert week
2: So I don't usually talk about any Ks anymore because I did a cleanse about things that I didn't think were positive for me or for my daughter or for the environment, the social environment. But I do talk about divorce because I have institutional knowledge, a decade's worth of institutional knowledge about divorce. And there was a big settlement where... Two hundred, I think $200,000 a month being paid in child support to what in this case is the moneyed spouse. So the moneyed spouse is a term for the person who has more money. So it's interesting when the moneyed spouse has to be paid child support. And there are many ways that child support gets determined. First of all, it's different in each state. Uh, and there are different formulas. It's literally a formula. And sometimes here's what happens. So you go into court and you're trying to show the lifestyle that you've become accustomed to and that your children have become accustomed to nannies, jewelry, vacations, whatever that is. That's part of the formula. In addition, um, Your net worth is relevant. What you make is relevant in that statement. Sometimes people try to hide money, try to hide money that they make, try to hide their net worth. A lot of shady stuff goes on. Sometimes forensic accountants get involved. So it's, and then there's a formula. So it's like one, you know, I know somebody, one child, it's uh let's say it could be crazy. I know one child it could be like 15,000, another child it could be like 20,000. The whole combination could be 50,000. I mean, I've heard of crazy crazy numbers and you think is that really what they're spending on the child? And it's often just a formula based on the amount of money you have. And during pandemics, sometimes people during the pandemic, people's salaries changed, their income changed. And if you're a wealthy person who has a high net worth, it's hard to go back into court and say, well, I'm not making the money I was anymore. Sometimes something really abrupt happens. Somebody loses a major gig or something really bad happens. And then they have to go back to court, to try to get an adjustment. It's not that easy with matters of court to have things undone. I have ex- intimate experience with this because uh, a child support situation was um, undone, which is remarkable. Um, and here's how, So, so there's a formula. And it, it sometimes will seem crazy. Someone didn't spend 50000 a month or 200000 a month on their kids per se. And maybe in this big, high-profile divorce, they did. But for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to mention that it's, it's, the, it's the Kanye Kardashian divorce. This is an outlier in me talking because I'm not talking about... I'm talking about a divorce and I'm talking about a settlement to kind of give some context. People always want me to talk about divorce here. So I do want to be able to give a little bit of education and color on something that I do intimately understand. So sometimes you have to break the diet for certain reasons. Uh, And it's to not talk about them, but it's to talk about something in society. So sometimes one party is high on the hog and making a lot of money. And that's what the child support is determined based off. And that's what the situation seems like here. You have a person who fell from grace, had a big cancellation, was a billionaire and that's probably when the tally began, the, when the formula began. And now they've declined a lot in their income, but that judge and that formula was already baked. So there's a situation where this person could possibly go back and say, look, you saw what happened. There's been a significant decrease and look at the comparison of what we make and how much money we have. Because one would say, why would the moneyed spouse need all that money? So that's one thing that can happen. Number two, um the person who has more custody the other person has to pay so let's say it's the you know it could be at, they usually do it out of a two week period one parent could have the child eight days out of fourteen and the other parent could have the child six days out of fourteen. The person who has the children eight days should be paid child support because they have the child for more time. So often parents want the child for more time. Then they get the child for more time. Plus they're also getting child support because they have the child for more time. So the, the, you know, Kim Kardashian has primary custody of her children. So that's why she's receiving child support, regardless of what her financial situation is. There are so many ways to create this formula. Another thing that happens Um, which probably isn't relevant in this case, in general. Another thing that happens is, this is a common one. One parent has to pay the other parent child support. Let's say it's $5,000. Let's say it's $7,000. That parent sees the other parent not spending any money on the kids. The kids have clothes that are dirty or too small. The kids are eating home every night. The mom or the dad is out partying, buying handbags, living the life, then the other paying party gets really frustrated and tries to go back. And typically once a judge has made that kind of a decision, barring anything drastic, they won't do anything to change it. And another thing is, you know, the one one thing that courts don't do, they don't require any sort of audit. They don't require that the one parent being paid all of this money show that the money actually went towards the kids. But if you were paying $2.5 million for four kids, so that means $600,000 a year per kid, presumably someone would want to see, is that money really going, are you spending $600,000 on the kids? In this case, probably, yes. The vacations are lavish. It's another level. But one parent should be able to see how that money's being spent. It just doesn't happen. And so often, one parent is spending child support money on themselves. They will justify, oh, the nice fancy car. Well, the kids drive in that car. It's safe. Oh, well, the big vacations. Well, the kids are going on the vacations. Oh, we're eating caviar. while well, the kids can have the caviar. You know, the bigger house, it's for the kids. There's so many justifications. It's a very challenging circumstance because it's about money and it's rarely equitably distributed and it's rarely fairly spent and it's just an equation and a formula that judges need to go by and I've heard crazy crazy numbers particularly in Hollywood um, and in just really wealthy individuals and I've also heard crazy situations where someone's stuck paying this crazy number when their own net worth and earnings have declined and it's just impossible nearly impossible to go back to court I've done it and I've won every time for whatever I've gone back for because you don't go unless you've got something but it's really challenging to have judges undo what they've done. Live
1: Nation presents Concert Week.